Hello, welcome back to Masonic Roundtable, a weekly program where Masons from around the world get together to talk about Masonic news and opinions in a friendly and social manner. As a reminder, the thoughts and opinions expressed here are solely the opinions of the participants and do not represent any Grand Lodge statements or positions. Make sure you keep the conversations open to the public and on the level to interact with us. We love seeing you every Thursday night uh, in the Facebook group or on YouTube as well. So chat with us live or catch chat replays later or listen in your car or anywhere else that your favorite podcast could be. So look forward to seeing you all the places. You know me. My name is John Ruark. I'm a past master of the Patriot Lodge number 1957 in Fairfax, Virginia. Next up for his introduction, Jason Richards, because I like Jason better than Joe. I mean, don't we all? <laughs> anyway, Jason Richards here, past master of Vacation Lodge number 16 in Clifton, Virginia, member of the Colonial Lodge number 1821 and Lafayette Lodge number 79. It's conditional and temporary and temporal. Next week. What's temporary? My, my, my Masonic my, membership? No, your, uh, your, pre- your preference tonight. You, you want to know what's not temporary? Oh, is, oh. Uh, you want to know what's not temporary? Being is douche. being worshipful master. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's me. Joe in your lodge. There's my name. There I know, is. right? Uh, still worshipful master of Manassa Lodge number 182 uh, for year number two. I'm not setting any records, and that's okay with me. Uh, member of a whole bunch of other places, and uh, darn glad to be here. Happy New Year, everybody. Excellent. All right. So, actually, I was just looking. And uh, I did see that there was, there was one little change to your... Uh, <laughs> what is that? Oh, no, 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 no. There's a little no. change there to your worshipful emeritus. I'm vetoing that hard. Really? No. Okay, because we can, we can vote you in permanent. I hear my wife screaming from upstairs, so you will change that for the next show. <laughs> no. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, um, this is fun. We're back. Uh, Archie couldn't be with us tonight, but um, we're going to give a special shout-out to all the patrons who support the show. You guys rock. And we love seeing you uh, in the private Facebook group. If you want to join that community, you can head over to patreon.com slash the Masonic Roundtable. And you can uh, chip in a few bucks and keep the show on the air for many, many years to go. Awesome. So, let's talk Tarot Card of the Week. Tarot no, those, are, those aren't Joe's rings that are clinking. Yeah. Those are Joe's rings. Those are Joe's yes. rings that are clinking. Yes. Yes. So the tarot deck I have what is have uh, it's a classic tarot. I got it for uh, Christmas. Um, it is basically the Rider Waite Smith deck, but mm-hmm. it looks all vintagey and uh, faded and old. But they're pretty, pretty cards. Um, so I'm gonna shuffle them up. Nice, nice aesthetic. It's pretty. Yeah, I, I kind of like the vintagey looking things. There's a lot of that on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Are we doing uh, reversals or um, not? Well, I think it depends on how the card comes up, right? Well, it depends if you're so going to read it that your, way or get not. Your, get your thinking caps on. Here Which we go. Which first? All right. Ready? Okay, here we go. I'm waiting. Bam! What do we got? <gasps> Ooh. That is a nine of wands. Okay, nine of wands. <laughs> so that was awesome. The screaming goat. Oh, you got a screaming goat? Oh, I'm loving the goats yes. on TikTok lately, but let's focus. Nine, Nine of wands. So, so to me, that means, um, I guess, resiliency mm-hmm. and uh, sticking through things, right? Um, encouragement? Yeah, I mean, because... Looking at you, John? Yeah. Well, yeah, because if you look at, like, um, 
the ten of wands like that is the dude who's carrying the whole stack of six ten is like completion nine is like you're almost there you're like the edge of exhaustion look the, the dude in the picture here he's got a bandage on his head he's kind of like taking a quick little breather but there's still more work to do um this uh really has to do with uh you know your your spiritual progress or your um entrepreneurial project management progress you're almost there so like keep going you've, you've fought a long fight so far with whatever you're working on but you're you're almost there you're almost over at the hump so i'm kind of feeling this card this week for for <laughs> for obvious reasons uh yeah some of y'all know what's going on but yeah no i'm yeah almost over the hump you're you're almost there joe Feel this card you're I'm almost feeling there. it it's feeling it it's the tired it. card according to uh the youtube chat there you go uh, okay the tired card well, we're always tired. We're always tired. That's why we do a late show. Yes. yes. Yeah. If you have more than Sweet. one kid, you're, well, if you have one kid, you're still tired. <laughs> you, you, you don't know what life was like, like before kids. Remember all that free time you, a, you had? You have remember, a town, you have an incorporated village of kids. Remember, remember when you could like, like there's a sign when they pull into your neighborhood. It's like, welcome to Ruark land population. <laughs> shitload and it just keeps so, it keeps uh yeah. spinning the dial anyway i'm hey. just waiting for uh for you to break out in song uh meaning of lifestyle you're like oh we're gonna have to sell you experiments for the lot of you <laughs> uh yes couldn't you just not have sex daddy <laughs> hey joe I, joe already uh swore so Man, like we're we're not getting the kid friendly friendly need, label on need, this. You both episode. of you need a New Year's resolution. That's for sure. <clears throat> well, it's not going to be that one. I promise you that. So, so we might as well just get into it. That <laughs> is tonight's topic. We're not going to resolve. That is tonight's. Your topic. assumption is that New Year's resolutions can't be used for evil. Ooh, you can you can resolve to do something evilly. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, let's talk about. Let's talk about news re uh, resolutions. Um, here we are, we're 2023. We made it. We've had, um, you know, uh, a plethora of of uh, activities and pinatas. holidays and and pinatas. But um, now we're over the hump. And what do we do every year? We uh, we like to set New Year's resolutions. And in fact, TMR likes to discuss New Year's resolutions. It's become a tradition here because tradition is nothing more than peer pressure from the past so <laughs> let's go let's go into why do we do new year's resolutions what does it mean for the mason to do a new year's resolution and then we'll go to some of our different categories of <clears throat> things that we're feeling but um you know just to start things off like why resolve to do anything differently right what's so magical uh, when the calendar changes from december 31st to january 1st my answer is absolutely nothing <laughs> But that means that doesn't mean you shouldn't try. <clears throat> well, I mean, we can we can get all metaphysical and talk about how, you know, time is a construct and all that happy stuff. And, you know, that doesn't make people sleep better at night. But the, mm -hmm. the reality is that we we do live our lives in cycles. Right. And mm -hmm. we celebrate those cycles yep. at certain points in time. New Year's is a great time to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it's right around the time of the shortest day of the year. And, you know, so. We've got the death life, and rebirth birth. of the sun. Mm -hmm. Boom. <clears throat> Boom. So why not start a new trend? Bingo. You know, along with, with the, the rebirth you know. of the sun, you are able to remake yourself. Right. 
and get ready for the new life that's coming in the spring. That's the plan. Mm. Like so what, what the reason I like having this topic, this conversation coming back up year, year after year is because that's literally what we're here to do as Masons, right? We are here to improve ourselves. We are on our mottos and bumper stickers. We're here to take good men and make them better, not keep them the same. Right? So that's why I think overemphasizing resolutions is a good thing for every Mason to do because like, if you're not trying to resolve to be better then you know, are you really applying, you know, the, the lessons from masonry in your own life? Question, Mr. Rourke. Yes. You with the hand. What if you're just here for the lapel pins and the dues cards? What do you do then? Resolve for more dues cards and more lapel pins. Noted. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Make that join, down, folks. join more things. Join more things. Get more there's swag. A, there's a grotto somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a Masonic club I haven't joined yet. There's a shrine temple that you know doesn't have a thousand people. Get in there. Get in there, guys. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks all... to uh, uh, Nick Johnson and his like George Costanza wallet full of dues cards. <laughs> <laughs> but now they're on your phone in Amity. Ooh. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Nick would have separate phones for all his different. <laughs> let me get my my purple cryptic council phone (laughs) yeah so what do you you think do you think that um all masons uh who are actually trying to apply the lessons of freemasonry should participate in some sort of resolutions whether it be new years or other jason well i think the fundamental you know the the fundamental purpose of freemasonry is self-improvement self-betterment and betterment of others and so i i don't see how you can exercise that fundamental purpose of masonry without introspection and change and execution and whether that is on a periodic basis or something like kaizen where you strive to be one percent better every day i don't think that necessarily matters but with without a conscious decision or you know resolve to change and try to make yourself better like it's i would say it's impossible to work toward the aims of this organization well you you kind of hit the nail on the head there right it's totes yeah totes agree um i mean you you sound so disappointed and shocked no not at all yes i agree but i don't want to (laughs) what we need two different things yeah no i think i think jason hit it on the head where it's it's you're making a you're making an overt action to do that thing better or be that better aspect of yourself right it's not just stuff that just happens you know on its own right you're you're intentfully doing something to improve who you are right new year new me thanks john how about new year i found that on facebook today musical nerds are losing their mind (laughs) the the trick for the non-music nerds is that's the same note it's just notated differently jason it's a c sharp not a d flat 
Just letting you know. That's a matter of... Oh, okay. No, get, get it right. <laughs> right. And th- because the joke is, sometimes that's what resolutions really turn out to be. Then <laughs> the same... Yeah, it's totally... It's going to be completely different this year, and you're exactly the same. <clears throat> right. Um, so, when we look at, at resolutions, then the first thing that comes to mind is, well, what do you change? Because there's always, like, the typical ones. I want to lose weight. I want to get fit. I want to eat better. I want to do more of something, right? But, one, they're broad, right? And then, two, there's multiple categories of your life that you may want to change. So, like, what I do, I mean, and so just to kind of, like, prime the pump, I have different categories of resolutions of things that I, I want to try to improve, right? And don't I don't always hit them all. But I know that I shouldn't set one goal uh, at the cost of or neglecting another goal or aspect of my life. So here's what I mean. Um, <clears throat> there is a, a book I like to read. Um, there's one called Rise and Grind by Damon John from Shark Tank. A little uh, motivational guy about how he uh, started FUBU and all that fun stuff. Um, but one thing I like out of that is when he was doing his like round of interviews to get ready for the publishing of this book uh they kind of some one of the interviewers said hey how do you get inspired how do you get moving in the morning like what's just how do you how do you uh set goals for yourself and he says my goals are always the same it's 10 goals that i read every morning and every night seven of them expire in six months and the others expire in five years 10 years and 20 years and so here are the categories that he uses and I've started applying those, okay? So uh, the categories are faith, family, business, health, and career. So th- those are the categories. Family, Interesting. Faith, faith, family, business, health, and career. Now, you could argue, is business the same as career? doesn't really matter. It's as long as you can understand the difference between the two and set that... Uh, those groups of goals and that's what i think is important because you don't want to say i'm only going to focus on growing my business by 25 percent this year but what if it comes at the cost of seeing your family all right or you know not stopping going to your church or you know what i mean so you life is a balance let's let's try to set some reasonable goals that that take into account all those different aspects of life so what do you think of those categories i'm sure there's more but off the cuff I like it. And of course, you couldn't have a Masonic podcast without. Why don't we add the Masonic goals of the year as well, right? What's what is your what's your goal for Masonry, or for your aspect of Masonry? So let's let's jump into that because I think it's so, a good place to start. I would, I would say instead of health, mm-hmm. I would say self. Say because what? Because I think. So I I think that you know health. When you say health, everybody focuses on physical health. It's like, oh, fat because of the holidays. But focusing on yourself can include so much more than just physical health. It can be mental health. It can be productivity. Mm-hmm. It can be regrowing your hair. Health. Um, you know, Joe. Joe's going to get that back hair transplant uh, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> any like, day now. You know, back, we are. Back any hair. day. Yeah. Um, like that. Yeah. It's a comb forward. 
Yes. <laughs> it's a, it's a party in the back, and oh my god, what did you do in the front? Um, oh, why do I hang out with you people? So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, 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 mean, I know one resolution. You're a masochist. I know one you're resolution for Joe. <laughs> yes. <Yep. clears throat> so, so let's start with the big one. Let's start with the Masonic like New Year's resolution. I think that one thing that I'll start with that I think I always try to do is I do try to set a Masonic resolution for myself where um, if you've heard the show before um, and I've done a pretty good job sticking to it, my, my like go-to Masonic resolution every year is to create one brand new presentation, right? So if you can just do one per year, the longer you're in Mason or you've got a whole collection of ones that you can go travel around and, and give to, to lodges. So... Um, I've been pretty consistent with that. Even during COVID, um, I've given, you know, different presentations for other appendant bodies or, um, you know, going to go speak at other ones. So, um, but here we are 2023 new year, new presentation. That's, that's certainly my Masonic goal is to have a new one ready. And in fact, Joe just inspired me recently he said, Hey, why don't you come over and speak at my lodge in, in June and come up with something new. So game on Joe, it's on. Thank you for kicking me in the pants, being my accountability hey, buddy. That's what I'm here for. To get Dude, that. I was supposed to speak at your lodge. You you you're gonna. There's still time. Ne you're gonna. The next There's five years. In the year, baby. In the next five years, Joe will be there. Don't finish that sentence. Don't finish that sentence. <laughs> Joe will not. Not. Uh, not. So how about but, uh, how about you? I have a Masonic one. How about you, Joe? What's your Masonic resolution? Mm -hmm. So I'm actually going to. Um, Harken back to uh, uh, one of the shows you did, you know, BJ before Joe. And I remember distinctly uh, Jason having a resolution of joining less stuff. Ooh. Right. And uh, when I first saw this way before I was on the show, when I was still a, you know, super fan and I would hang out in your guys' garages and stuff without Wait, you knowing I was what? there. And yeah, I did that. And um, to this day, you know, you're the right. reason why I have a security system. That's right. Hello. But uh, when I first heard that, I was like, oh, my God, how could you? And no, you got to be part of all the things. And if you're not a member of all the things, then you get you don't get all the all the all the masonry. Right. And, uh, you know, fast forward a few years later, um, I've gotten to the point in my Masonic journey, I think, where I, I think I need to really start curating what I choose to give my time to. Um, and there are plenty of organizations that I'm a member of that are, are basically time vacuums and they just suck up time and nothing more and they offer nothing in return. So this year, you know, I thought this year would be a little bit different, but um, outside of uh, the one big job I have, I am definitely going to make an effort this year to only do the things Masonically that I enjoy that aren't just a time suck and that actually give me a positive benefit in, in being a Mason or, or acting like a Mason. So there's definitely a lot of things that, that Joe's going to be cutting out um, and thinning that, thinning that dues card wallet quite a bit. And, and I, I think the way you said it, you were, you used the word like uh, pruning or something. Maybe think of pruning. It wasn't the word pruning, but I, I'm picturing like Joe, like, pruning with a bonsai, a bonsai tree, tree. But, yeah, exactly yes and and that's because it's deliberate it's intentional and 
just like taking care of a bonsai tree, right? The way that you take away helps shape the future of this, this new life, right? So it's a huge metaphor for, it's not just like delete all the things but, or like demit well, from all the a, things, right? It's such a change. Well, you're, you're right. It's such a change in mindset, right? Because five years ago, I couldn't wait to just join all the things. And I was bummed because, oh, I wasn't a part of this thing or I wasn't a part of that thing. And then let's five, six years later, you know, I got nothing out of this or, you know, I just showed up and I paid money and then I became a member of that. And it's not helped me in any way, shape or form, become a better person, become a better dad, become a better husband. Um, all it does is disappoints people and takes me away from them. So why do I continue to do it? There's what, no what having you a member add. there disappoints people. Well, the people that I care about. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Um, I, I'm sure I disappoint not your presence in any independent in, in body. other organization. No, okay, I'm sure yeah. there's a few okay, that, that gotcha. are like that. I think, you know, um, but no, uh, no, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, I think it's high time to, you know, we're, we're at a stage in, in masonry where, you really should only devote the time and energy to the things that you want because in 10 or 15 or 20 years, they might not be there anyway. So cut that cord. That is true. Yep. Hashtag 2040. Hashtag 2040. Jason, what's your Masonic resolution? We need a soundbite for that. My, my Masonic resolution this year 2040. is to... Thanks, John. Uh, my Masonic resolution for this year is um, to be intentional about the... Thanks, Joe. To be intentional about the Masonic uh, events that I go to, not from the standpoint of pruning, but I want to go to Masonic events this year specifically to be of service to others. Ooh. And so I like you know, I want to focus like I don't want to go to a Masonic event where I'm just gonna, you know, be on the sidelines or something like that. I I want to go to Masonic events where I can be a true help to to those in need and, and help, you know, decrease that burden. And so, you know, being substitute Tyler for Manasseh this year. Um, going around and giving my NDE presentation uh, to to lodges, like I want to focus on helping others and take all of the focus or as much as possible off of me and what I get out of masonry. Nice, I like that. Yeah, so like it's interesting because people. yours is almost the antithesis of Joe's. Like Joe's is to like remove things that aren't adding value to his life, and and you are not just going to places that have value. You're get you're contributing value back to those. I'm things. focusing specifically right. on those places where I can add value. Right. Wow. Yes. That's deep. I like that. That's deep. That was deep. And and I will say some people may be like, oh, like. Speaking at a lodge, that's all about you. I think in, in the case of my contemplative exercise on near-death experiences, it is really not. So, you you just pulled a thread there, and we're gonna have to we're gonna have to pull that thread a little bit more. Let's um, go. Yeah, because I've heard that before, and that really 
chaps my Cheetos. So when, you know, when people talk about you go to a, you know, you've gone to many lodges, John's gone to many lodges. I've been to many lodges and, and done programs. Or for those that don't go out and speak or present or do a program or something like that, which you may not realize is it sounds like, you know, yeah, your face is on Facebook and you're looking pretty and you get a cool Travis Simpkins, you know, portrait <laughs> and that's super great and all. But the reality of it is, is that you're never there for yourself, right? A lot of the times we're going, we're exhausted. You know, we worked all week and we're flying somewhere or we're doing something to go do a program. And the one person you're driving five hours somewhere. That's right. The one or two people you're doing it for are the people that have that really soggy, mundane or lacking Masonic experience and something clicks in them. Whether you're doing a program on the practical aspects of Freemasonry or the super weird stuff that I'm into uh, or history or what have you, you go and you guys chime in. Um, 75% of the room a lot of times is looking at you like you're crazy, but there's usually those one or two or three guys or usually the guys that invited you that something clicks in them and it's like, holy crap, I never heard that before or I need to look into this more. And you've enriched their Masonic experience and brought value as Jason is talking about. So yeah, I could tell yeah. you uh, 10 times out of 10, it's it's not there just to hear yourself talk. I yeah. So it's funny you say that. Cause like you're absolutely right. I'm sure there are brothers that give presentations and just love the spotlight, right. That, that comes with that. Um, and I'm not to say there's not any little bit of an ego boost, but, but to your point for everyone that we're in a close contact with that, that does it on the regular, it's not, it's not about them, but I will say, uh, in a like vein when I used to do like professional teaching the 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 high that I got off of doing that was when I I could watch one or two people in a class like they get it you could just wa- read it on their face and they say oh that makes se- like, sense now or I never thought of it that way before right that's why I kept teaching right that's why I keep going to lodges to speak, right? There's many other things I could be doing better uh, with, you know, my 500 kids here, but I'm choosing to take the opportunity uh, to make a little bit of a sacrifice. So that way, hopefully um, we're enriching the fraternity as a whole and not just ourselves. Right. So that's, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. There's, there's always an opportunity cost when it comes to what you're putting your time into. You know, I'm I'm going up to a, a lodge in Pennsylvania in March, and I'm happy to do it. But I have to take eight to ten hours of vacation time and not see my kid for a night because of that. And so that's that's like I'm more than happy to. Well, I say I'm happy to do that. I'm not trying to say I don't want to see my kid but <laughs> you know there's We're there's always bad. an opportunity yes. you don't have to you yeah. don't have to justify I mean, anything you don't have that. to say it but we know, I know. <laughs> it doesn't have to like be on one the day my wife is gonna watch one day my wife is gonna watch the show and she's gonna be like it's gonna be that leo dicaprio <laughs> meme pick any episode that's you me. want just not 407 that's me, that's me <laughs> yeah. at 10:45 every single thursday yeah. <laughs> like, why'd you say that <sighs> love you barbara <laughs> so <laughs> so those are good i mean so um so for for you listening or you know in the chat like think about you know what are some of your masonic like um resolutions this year i've already seen some good ones in youtube to be a better secretary for your uh, building association right so just the office that you're holding right now 
just keep keep doing that or make make yourself better in what you're contributing that's that's certainly a great one um and, and another another person in the chat has a real aggressive one to create a masonic revival within their launch not not incrementally improving. i think that's trademarked no to make a masonic <laughs> revival edgar alejandro <laughs> yeah not a sponsor <clears throat> <laughs> anymore <laughs> anyway yes so yeah that's, so that's good that um yeah the, I, I like the variety of masonic resolutions we have this year so let's uh let's shift gears then so what else do we have um do we want to go through the different categories or just want to kind of like muse and ponder about where we are like right now what are we thinking about because i know joe i had I think a, all of us have been through a lot of stress turbulence over the past let's freeform it yeah i mean because there's there's yeah. a lot on our minds because <laughs> yeah, joe you're chomp you're champing at the bit why don't you uh no i was nodding in agreement but i was gonna i i kind of like those categories but i was gonna go a little more broad so we okay. can touch on everything and i was gonna go the spiritual route <gasps> um or the self-care route mm -hmm. as jason wants to talk about um because i self, have real i'm self not health self-care 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 yep. self this needs a lot of self-care because i am a frothing volcano of mess right now so um but right uh, I did have one, and I have to thank my wife for it. It was a Christmas present, and she got me a 2023 ritual planner. Uh, this is basically a planner to do tarot every day for 365 days, and what? it helps you map it out. Yeah. Every day, you do one card. Every week, you do a three-card pull. Um it talks about the astrological significance. It tells you what the cards mean. Uh, it shows you patterns. Um, but this is super awesome. And it comes with a bunch of little stickers, uh, right away stickers. And you can nice. put the little stickers in there. But, um, yeah, it basically gets you to and, – and that's one of the things that I've been inconsistent with is um, stuff like tarot. I'm super interested in it and I want to know more, but I've never took the time. So – um, big shout out to Barbara for getting me this because it's going to make me sit down and do it every day. So pull a card, I figure out what it means, and keep a journal for a whole year. So you're muted, buddy. Well, the one piece I'm of sure advice I'll give you great. on that one is yeah. put it somewhere like where you sit every day. Right or somewhere very close within arm's reach, because uh, I actually have my my little workstation across the room, and and I I keep some of those things there that I either want to read or because I want it literally within an arm's reach. I don't even want to have to get up to get it. Um, so if you choose that spot, even if it has to be in the bathroom, like if it's that one place you you sit down every day, like if it's gotta be there. Well, I, I can tell you right now, I'm not pulling tarot cards. In I don't the know. Yeah, I don't know what a so. A spread would look like in there. That would be. Uh, I'll tell you what it'll look like in there, but um, I'm not going to do it. But I get what you're saying, John. Yeah, but I get what you, you're saying. You get my if point. you're if you're writing on the bathroom wall, you could just write the three of swords. <laughs> womp womp. Here, here I sit, yes. broken hearted. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, interesting. So that's a good Continue. one. Continue. So that's a good self. Do you have a self one, Jason? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to journal through the tarot this year. Oh, that's, that's two for two. <laughs> mm. 
yeah, that that is specifically something that I have that I've started doing already. Um, one of my broader, I think, self-focused resolutions is to journal mm -hmm. um, and journal a lot more. And so I have a <clears throat> I have a a new mentor I've been working with awesome person and they're specifically like hey you need to really start journaling i'm like i don't like journaling because i look back on it later and it's so cringy um but uh so i'm i'm doing some self faith introspective journaling but then i'm also taking a systematic approach to journaling through the tarot using three or four different decks. And so I'm starting with the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, but then moving on to the Mystic Mondays deck, which we've shown on the show before. And then I have a new deck called the Synesthesia deck. Um, that is a very minimalist deck, which leaves much more to, open to interpretation. And so I'm doing kind of you know, one card a couple times a week uh, with each of those three decks to take a look at how the, the symbolism and the imagery is slightly different and, and mostly the same between all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen pictures from that uh, Synesthesia deck, which I'm inclined to because I have a, a small form of Synesthesia myself, and I'm disappointed there's not more colors. But that's a different conversation. <laughs> it's so it's there are no colors on the Major Arcana. Ah, there are colors everywhere else in the deck. I just haven't gotten to those you're, yet. You're toying with my emotions. Okay, good. Yeah. Good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have to each, like file a complaint. Suit, each suit has its own color associated with nice. it. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Awesome. Ooh. Yeah, in a similar vein, um, one thing that uh, I've done, I think I talked a couple episodes back about uh, the importance of doing like a vision board. Like kind of uh, when we talked about the the secret about how you set your ambitions, your goals, your visions. Um, I again, I, I've updated mine to 2023, and I've specifically added parts, uh, new parts that I didn't have in the previous years, to include different um, goals with uh, religious studies, right? With um, you know books that I want to read, books I want to write, so. That I'm laying all that out there, so that's that's a, a clear intention for me to actually try to grow in those areas where it's a little weaker. But if you don't if you don't set your eyes on the prize, you're never going to get there. So that's uh, and that's a roundabout way of saying that I too have some uh, self improvement that I want to do um, from a from a spiritual aspect, um, spiritual studies, and uh, and introspection as well. And I'm going to eat my own dog food because I have some of those books within arm's reach at, in my daily, my daily work. In the bathroom. Yes. In the, so I, in the I am working here. through, I am working through the meditations on the tarot book. It's a good book. And it's, oh, it's so good. It's, uh, it's essentially an introduction to mystic Christianity through the tarot and it's it's surprisingly readable. Nice. It's quite good. Very good. We need a drinking game for uh, how many times we use the word tarot in this week's episode. That should go on the. I hope my parents never watch this that. episode. 
Yes. <laughs> I'm going to send it to him. Whatever you do, yeah. don't watch 407. Gotcha. Yeah. 407. My, if my dad ever asks me any questions about this episode, I'm going to be like, you need to talk to Joe Martinez. 2040. I'll bring him, bring him down. We'll have, we'll have, uh, what was that place we went to? The oh, burger joint? Burger we Bach? To? Yes. The burger joint. We'll have yeah. burger. Burger Bach. We'll discuss over burger. Talk it out. We'll have a have a burger and do a burger and do a Celtic cross spread on the on the table. Nice. Right there. Right yeah. there. Right there. Spread on the table. Spread. Using using the erotic tarot anyway. deck. <sighs> Moving on to the next topic. <laughs> we've talked Masonic, we've talked self self improvement. Um how about like how about your work? How about your vocation, right? We have our where we spend most of our other time outside of masonry or outside of our family. Like what's, what do you have any career goals, business goals, work goals? I bump them all in the same bucket because some people that's all one and the same others. It's not. I don't think I have any re resolutions work wise. There is some transformation going on work wise. And I think it's good transformation. Um, I think that I um, have come to a place in my life, in my career, I don't want to sound super old, but uh, where it's nice to be able to pick and choose what you get to do um, instead of just, you know, living in the, the cubicle or the place where you are or the, the rut mm -hmm. that you're in. Um, so just being open to change and letting change happen and knowing that it, it is going to be a positive thing, um, I guess just coming to grips with that. I think all of us, I, I know all of you and I know that while we say change is great and stuff like that, I know that all of us secretly fear change, you know, or, you know, we kind of stress out about change and, um, you know, just doing that a little bit less, uh, I think is, is a good resolution, you know, being okay with change because change is going to happen whether you want it to or not. So, yeah. I mean, it's that prefrontal cortex, right? I mean, we, for, for years we've, uh, been trying to avoid the saber-toothed tiger, right? Um, when we're out hunting, and then your nail in 2023, like the the new saber-toothed tiger, is like a, a promotion or a demotion or a career change, or you know what I mean? Like we still fear that sometimes. At worse than, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, uh, I did hear a statistic a couple of years ago that um, most people, so over half, fear public speaking over death. They literally would rather really? die than do public speaking. And that's been a consistent like trend okay. every time they've taken that, that survey. Yeah. Isn't that strange? Um, What's the third choice? What if you don't fear either of those? What's the third one? Um, being master for two like years. Guard, guard you. Oh, I hate you. Oh, hell. <laughs> gotcha. And you've achieved enlightenment. Yeah. But isn't it, isn't it, isn't it wild though? Um, so, yeah, where was I going with that? I mean, it's it's just fascinating. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Be the change. Be the change. Be the yep. change. So, so for Joe, Hashtag while there's while there's transformation going on, uh, your resolution should be: don't screw it up. It's a good one. Sure. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, Jason? So one, one resolution I have is um, instead of getting visibly frustrated in meetings, 
on Zoom, I'm just going to sit here and make use of my screaming goat. <laughs> um, but but no, I think um, for me, from a vocational standpoint, um, focusing again on service to others and and helping others not because it's it's easy but it's it's the right thing to do um and part of that includes being proactive and reaching out and trying to work with others who are frankly difficult to work with um you probably you know if you have a vocation doing anything you have probably experienced that coworker or two who are just very, very difficult to work with. And there's a tendency to form a clique that excludes that problematic coworker. And um, what I have tried to do is, in, in my case, there's, there's you know, one or two coworkers in particular where, you know, I am, I have reached out now and I am actively meeting with them on a regular basis now to ensure that we are, you know, disseminating information to each other appropriately and accordingly so that they don't feel like they're being left out. And we will see how that goes. Very professional. And that is is professional, but it's difficult. It sounds draining. Yeah. As per my last email. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you know that's professional speak for. <laughs> Why did no one tell me about this? Because no one wants to work with you. <laughs> I, that's that's not an answer you can get. Why wasn't I invited to that meeting? And so, right. because we wanted to get something accomplished. <laughs> yeah, you know, didn't want you there. Yeah, no, no, no. So, so I think you know, focusing on inclusion um, in the workplace, uh, especially in in my teams that I'm running because I'm, you know, Joe is going through a transition. I, I went through a vocational transition, um, a work, not work to his transition. magnitude. Work transition. Work. Oh, yes. Okay. You can't okay. just throw I said that vocational. Out vocational. Joe. So Joe is transitioning. I did <laughs> a work transition back in, in December. No, um, you know, not, not across, you know, organizations, but, across projects and so the project i had been spearheading for two years you know ended that project and now i'm on to something new and so there are a lot of chefs in the kitchen and you know there's a lot going on and just trying to get a handle on who everybody is and how we increase communication across different teams is is a big deal right now and so I have to communicate with everybody, not just the people I like to communicate with. Be the that's change. Good. Be the that's change. Good. Be the change. <laughs> that's that's your inner voice. Yes. Be the change. Joe Martinez has entered the chat. <laughs> uh, let's see. As for me, um, so in addition to all the fun stuff that uh, we do vocationally, I do have a, a side hustle as well it's like consulting business and that's you know my goal is to grow that this year that's uh, definitely something i've been doing for fun and i'm good at it and has nothing to do with masonry has nothing to do um with my my day job and so yeah that's my goal for this year is to just explicitly flat out say 
Got to grow that. Got to got to put more put more attention to it because without trying, it's it's working okay. And now if I just give it a little bit more oomph, I'm gonna gonna grow that pretty well. So that's that's an easy one for me. Um, it requires you know certainly a life balance to juggle yet another thing on top of everything else that that I'm doing. But um, it's doable. And You're I having it. another kid? No, 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 no. Four oh seven is gonna be a train wreck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my wife doesn't you listen know, to this my one. advice what my advice is for you is uh be the change you know, be the change be okay all right be the change thanks thanks Joe. hashtag hashtag be the change it's very unique be the change <laughs> so good anywho yeah so we've had we've had a lot of uh work changes for all of us uh probably all of us including rj so um but that's okay, right? Because there's always opportunity out there, right? You always have to look at, at mm-hmm. what's behind the other door. Uh, how about um, with uh, family? Do we have any family um, changes or resolutions, Joe? No, no. I'm not I got having, a good one. Not having any more children, Joe. What's your what's your You're family no. category? So mine, uh, I got I got a good one, I think, um, and I've been thinking about this more and more. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, my family dynamic is not as, uh, cluttered as John's is. Um, I have three kids and, uh, wonderful wife and four dogs. And, um, so it's a very busy household, but, um, what I've started to notice is that I am more patient with my older children than with my younger children. So I've started to notice that over time, Mm. my patience level decreases the younger the child is. So my youngest, who's going to be 10 this year, um, by the time I get to him, I have no more patience left. And, and it's, it's, it's bothering me, um, because I don't notice it until afterwards. Um, so with my almost adult child, um, who's going to be 18 this year, lots of patience because I deal with her on an adult level. Right. And with my Mm -hmm. middle child, you know, he gets about a little, little less patience. And with my youngest poor guy, he just gets n- none of it. So, um, my resolution is to cut that crap out and realize that, you know, each child is his own little, his or her own little being. And mm-hmm. I need to give them the same amount of patience. No, no matter how tired I am or cranky I am or, or stressed out I am. Um, cause I'm not doing a good job of that. Yeah, so I'm- my resolution is to I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, we talk about how masonry in passing becomes a mechanism to help us be better men, better husbands and better fathers. And we rarely really talk about, you know, applying those lessons of masonry so we can actually be a better father. And this, you know, patience is a virtue, right? Um, And doing good into all is a virtue. So even more, especially to the household of the Martinez. So you really have to be, uh, be aware of that um apply those lessons not just to brother masons right or friends but but to your own family as well mm-hmm. yep. that's very good thanks so joe needs to stop taking my resolutions um, <laughs> he, he read your know, card we're very we're very yeah. in sync today we're very yeah mm-hmm. yeah we are we are synchronized um we're on the same cycle yeah so you know very much my over to jason 
So my, my family specific resolution is exercising more love and patience with my almost six year old. Um, he, I have found that he and I have very similar personality types and I am very, very, very self-critical and for a myriad of reasons that could encompass, you know, 30 odd years of therapy, um, I am very self-critical and I withhold love from myself quite a bit. And so I have found that I see a lot of myself in him, which means at least at the subconscious level, I don't extend to him the grace that I extend to others or the patience that I extend to others. And so um, it's, it's twofold on learning to better love myself and better respect myself and then extending that that love and that patience to him mm -hmm. like i'm i don't think i'm a bad father by any stretch of the imagination but um yeah of course yeah i mean that's the thing is you always could be a little bit better right and that's that's why we do these things yeah 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 like, uh, yeah patience is uh when dad, when when this dad goes goes off the handle, um, it's certainly everyone gets gets a, a little piece of that too. So I know I catch myself. That's my thing. Is <clears throat> I'm I'm good for a while, but then uh, then when I, when I pop, then everybody who's in the path gets a little bit <laughs> little bit of my wrath. <laughs> um, so I got, definitely have to do better at that. But you know, another broader family resolution that comes to mind too is, and I've been doing this for probably the past. Um, couple months maybe maybe half half a year or so um it, it's it's family and friends or close friends if i think of someone i'm gonna pick up a phone er, and text them or call them right away right because like how long does it take you to text somebody like you know um 30 seconds just to form a, a cogent sentence or a coherent sentence and uh and send it to them right but to let let someone know right away that you're thinking of them, that you care about them, that, you know, you, you hope they're doing well, like that's, that's super cool. Um, so I like to try to, um, make sure that my close friends and my family, extended family outside of these four walls, um, actually get, get some, get some care, get some attention, get some love. So I think that's certainly a good trick to, um, to make that happen. So that's, that's, uh, that's what I'm going to keep doing. Just reach out to those who, who I think of when I think of it, instead of like saying, "Oh, I'll call them someday." Nope, call them right now, because you never know when tomorrow's you know what tomorrow's going to bring. That's the that's a scary Just part. Be the change, man. Be the change. That's that's good advice, Joe. Be the, be the change. Remember, Joe, you get out of it what you put into it. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. Yes. Be the change. <laughs> right. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, we are now at the final question of the week so the final question for this week having to do with resolutions is what is <clears throat> the most ambitious resolution you've ever taken on or you know even for a short period of time and how did that work out what has been your most ambitious resolution and we'll start with 
Joe. Oh. Uh, I'd have to say my biggest was um, quit smoking. Uh, so, yeah. So I, I smoked for a very, very long time. Um, quit a few years ago. Uh, didn't pick it up since. Um, and I'm still a non-smoker. So that was uh, for someone who smoked for, I think I started smoking when I was like 14. Um, definitely, definitely, uh, you know, pre-2000s. Um, and uh, yeah, so over over 20 years, I was a smoker. But uh, yeah, just dropped it. And wow. uh, that was it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm still good. So That's awesome. Yeah. Very ambitious. And it worked. And you stuck to it. Well, I got rather large as a result, but hey, I don't smoke, so that's but okay. But you don't smoke. Yeah. Hey. Be the, just, just be the change. Be okay? the change, Joe. Okay. You'll be, be okay. the change. <laughs> How about you, Jason? What has been the most ambitious resolution you've undertaken? So most ambitious resolution I've undertaken probably has to be um, stop talking badly about others like from a gossiping standpoint so, so, so when are you uh, going to start that one thanks yeah when are you going to start that one <laughs> it's a work in progress it's a work in progress no 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 i didn't, I I didn't say, say stop talk over joe at uh, no i mean no that's Never. not necessarily a vice um be the change it's, it's called pushing quality content uh, over bad content. <laughs> no, um, and I also didn't say stop talking bad to other people in front of their faces. So, okay, like, I can Joe, we're, we're I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're concerned about there. No, um, I think in, especially in today's today's polarized political environment, there is very much this especially in the United States, this tribalism going on of, you know, it brings us comfort to identify as us versus them and our separate tribes. And that's, you know, that, that transcends politics. It's religious, it's organizational, you know, it's, it's lodges against other lodges. Uh, it can be. And there is always this tendency to, to demonize the other whoever that, that other happens to be. And, you know, a resolution I have is to just not take part in that and not, not accept that and not contribute to it. Um, kind of an extension of, you know, trying to you know, love everybody as, as best I can. And so I do think it's ambis ambitious. I do think it's tough. Um, and it's a work in progress. Alrighty. Very good. <clears throat> Let's see, for me, the, the only thing that comes to mind, um, I do know a few years ago, um, I was like all in on the health thing, right? The the New Year's resolution, kind of hit the gym, got started an exercise program, um, you know, got my copy of P90X on DVD, right? This was back in the day, right? Before all these <clears throat> streams. Oh, I had that one too. Yes, yes, the P90X. And boy, P90X broke my back. <laughs> it's and same here. It worked fantastic until it didn't, right? Until I got injured. So, um, yeah, that that was a uh, very ambitious. Uh, I stuck to it, you know, 
like glue um, for so long and just saw the weight drop off, muscle mass go up. It was fantastic until, yeah, like I, I pulled a couple things. So that was not cool. Then, then of course, fell right off that cart. Um, but for a short period of time, that resolution was, was ambitious, but yet uh, effective. So, um, yeah, lesson learned there, kids. Like, uh, don't go from, like, zero to 60 right away. You kind of, like, you have to kind of ease into it, the older, especially the older you don't get. Right, change. Joe? Don't, don't be the change. Don't be the change. <laughs> don't be the change when it comes to P90X. <sighs> yes. That's two out of three hosts tonight have been, have been injured in by P90X. Uh, hey, this was a great episode. You guys are awesome. I hope that you guys resolve to make yourselves uh, more awesome than you already are. And thank you all very much for watching. And keep searching for more like. Have a good night. Wow.